Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. On this episode of Conversations with Rich Bennett, I want to talk to you about an enchanting city that is just brimming with vibrant culture, wonderful music, and culinary delights that'll tantalize the senses. I just got back from there, New Orleans. Coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios, Harford County Living presents Conversations with Rich Bennett. Come on, you're faster than me. Guys, oh man, you already said it. I was gonna ask her. She remembered the dates. I normally don't do this. This episode is just me. I don't have another guest on here. It's just me, myself, and I. I want to tell you about an experience I had. So, as a lot of you probably know, I haven't flown since the mid-90s. Had a terrible experience. I said, that's it, never again, until the seat cushions double as parachutes. Well, a young lady was getting married in New Orleans, and... I had to go. I just had to go to this wedding. So we flew down there. Actually, we landed on Super Bowl Sunday. And we went across, I forget the name of the bridge, but damn, it was a long-ass bridge, 23 miles long. So the night we got there, we went to my wife's cousin's house. I believe it's in Covington to watch the Super Bowl. And then, of course, we had to come across that bridge again. But we stayed at... The I think it's the Holiday Inn Club Vacation in New Orleans. On And if I pronounce any names wrong, please forgive me. I think it's um, Carondelet Street or something like that. But let me tell you, the, the staff there is just simply amazing. Now, down in New Orleans, I was not allowed to work. Because believe me, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere because just the people I met and how friendly everyone was, I would have sat down with that equipment, turned it on, and started recording right away. And I bring this up because it gave me an idea. No, I, I, yeah, I would like to travel and record episodes with other people, but that takes money. But just being down in New Orleans, during Mardi Gras especially, I saw so much, and I want to talk about it. So, first of all, if... Any of you that are listening live in New Orleans, 
are from New Orleans or know anything about it, please, please get in touch with me because I want to talk to you. If you have a microphone and a computer, we can make it happen. But when we got down there, of course, we, we visited as many places as we could. We went to the French Quarter, which was just, wow, simply amazing. The musicians, the artists, uh, it, it, it's just, it's hard to explain. It's like I was in another world, but for the better part. Um, and then, of course, also the food. <laughs> Finally got my crawfish pie. I've been dying for some crawfish pie. We went to, I believe it was Arno's, and I got me some crawfish pie, some oysters. Not raw, but I wish I would, they were raw. But everything was just so, so good. And then we even went to the French Street Market. I believe the place we ate at was called the Market Cafe. And I got an alligator po' boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was good, too. And again, just everybody in the French market was so amazing. And I have to laugh because I'm walking through and I hear somebody say, hey, Rich Bennett. And I turned around and started talking to a gentleman. And um, again, I just wish I had my equipment there so I could record it. And then we went to, I believe it's Jackson Square and ran into some wonderful artists over there. And that, when we got there, wow. I mean, just, wow. Keep in mind, this is during Mardi Gras. So it was like anything goes. There, uh, it, it was like, it was like you're at a giant masquerade ball. It was awesome. It it was just, it was simply wild. Um, But anyway, I mean, I recommend everybody to go. You have to go to at least visit. Uh, then, of course, we had to go to Lafitte's because now Lafitte's is on Bourbon Street. It's an old blacksmith shop. We went there because that's where my father-in-law used to hang out. So my wife's side of the family, every time they go there, they have to have a shot at Lafitte's. Um, <laughs> now, I thought we'd do a shot of what he liked, which I thought was bourbon, but I was wrong. It was scotch. So, of course, I got scotch. Bartender asked me if I wanted some water with it. It's like... Absolutely, I can't do Scotch Street. That shot turned into a drink. I was the only one that got one. Everybody else got lemon drops, shooters, and green tea shooters or whatever. I was the only one to get a damn scotch of water. But I'll tell you what, I sipped on it. It was good. But that place, just the history down there, Lafitte's alone, and everything else, it Oh, my God. I want to talk to people that know about it, about that and everything else in New Orleans, because the history is simply amazing. And the people down there are amazing. Now, we rode past this one place, and my sister-in-law told me about it. And my heart just dropped. And she told me to watch a documentary about it. So I did. When I got home, I watched a documentary. If you ever get a chance, uh, watch a documentary. It's called Big Charity. It's about Charity Hospital, which was the largest hospital in the United States. And the way this hospital was ran, they didn't, 
they didn't ask you about, you know, when you went in there, whether you had health insurance or not. They took care of everybody. Well, as we know, Katrina happened. Um, and I don't want to give too much away about the documentary. You got to watch it. But the, I believe it was the National Guard and the doctors and nurses went in after Katrina and cleaned everything up because they had to evacuate the hospital. Cleaned everything up and got it operational. And the state said they were not reopening it. Meanwhile, you have patients, residents, people that needed that hospital. And they they said no. There was nothing wrong with that hospital from what I know. And to top it off, they wanted to build a new hospital. When I say they, I'm talking about, I believe it was the state that wanted to do it. And, or LSU, one of them, I can't remember. Anyways, I think it's still affiliated with the state. So where they built this hospital, they, I don't even know if it's finished. They may still be building it, who knows. Anyways, they took a lot of property and basically destroyed the houses where people were living. People that grew up in these houses were taken away from them. Because it was better for the people. I don't know how, but that's what they said. What, meanwhile, you got a hospital there, which is the largest in the United States that's operational. I don't understand it. So anybody listening, if you were in any way affiliated with Charity Hospital, whether you were born there, a patient there, uh, if, if you worked there, I, I want to talk to you. I want to learn more about this. So so please, please get in touch with me. Um, another one I'm wanna, I, I didn't get a chance to go there, but was the Jazz Museum. And I definitely want to speak with somebody from there. However, one museum I did make it to was the National World War II Museum. Wow. That is amazing. It's a... It'll take you all day. If you do the whole thing, it's going to take you a whole day to go through it. Maybe even two days. I mean, we did it. Me and my, um, I'm just going to say my brother-in-law. Me and my brother-in-law did it in a whole day, but it's, it'll open your eyes up. Definitely something that you have to do if you go to New Orleans. Besides the food and the music and the art and everything else. Um, The thing is, I have to go back down there again. Because there's so much that I want to see that I didn't get a chance to. Like the Jazz Museum. I want to go to the Cesarac Bar. Where I believe the Cesarac, which is a drink, was made up. That's where it was invented. So that's something else I want to do. Bourbon Street, we didn't really do that much of. Because, like I said, it was Mardi Gras. Uh, So there's some other places I want to go down there just to find out more about. And I want to talk to somebody about all the different parades. Oh, my God. I cannot believe how many parades there are during Mardi Gras. I know the one night we went there, I think we saw two parades. And then the next day we went, we were supposed to watch, I think it was three parades. We ended up leaving early, didn't even 
uh, finished watching the first parade because something happened. That parade got stalled, and and everybody was sitting there for a long while. But the flutes, <laughs> oh man! And yes, I did get beats. Um, the flutes are just simply amazing, simply amazing. So again, if you're from New Orleans, if you live there now, if you have lived there in the past. If you know any history of it, especially about Charity Hospital, the National World War II Museum, the Jazz Museum, even the Katrina Museum, if you're a Katrina survivor, I want to talk to you. I definitely want to talk to you. So please, 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 please contact me and uh, we'll get it set up. Of course, I got to tell you that we ended our trip with a very, very lovely wedding. And I am so happy for Rebecca and Tony. I know they are going to be together for a lifetime because they are the perfect couple. And this wedding was just amazing. The church was out of this world. The reception where they had it was (laughs) breathtaking as well. Uh, so, again, I, I know they are going to have a lifetime of happiness. And, of course, I got to say thank you to Gretchen, Liz, and my boo. She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mary Ann. Um, because you, you guys, you know, just so, showed so much love and showed me a good time. All of us a good time. And I want to thank you for that. And, of course, I got to say thank you to my wife. My daughter, my sister-in-law, uh, and my brother-in-law for encouraging me to get on that plane and fly down there. Man, I've been missing a lot because that flight was fine. There was nothing wrong with it, which means I guess I'm going to have to be boarding some more planes and going elsewhere, everywhere around the world. Hopefully then I can take my equipment and talk to everybody out there. I really want to thank you for listening. And I would really appreciate it if you left a review about the show or about this episode. And you can actually do that right from the website. Go to conversationswithrichbennett.com. You can leave a comment about this episode. You can leave a review for the podcast in general. Another thing I would love for you to do, of course, follow us on social media. But send me a voicemail. If there is somebody you want me to get on the show, if you want to come on the show, If there is something you would like for us to discuss, send a voicemail or send an email. If you send a voicemail, if you want, I can actually play it back on a show too. So just saying. Uh, But no, seriously, I want to thank you for listening because if it wasn't for you, the podcast wouldn't be as successful as it is. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much.